Hi, my name is Charlene Marshall, your host for the Basic English Podcast. Are you applying to English language colleges or universities or for jobs that require an English language proficiency score? In this episode, I will talk about the Duolingo English test and how it compares to TOEFL and IELTS so that you can determine if it's a good option for you. You may have heard of Duolingo, especially if you are studying a language. Duolingo is the most downloaded educational app ever, and it aims to make learning a language fun and accessible. Of course, it isn't the be-all and end-all in language learning, but most language teachers and learners recognize that it is a great tool to have in your language learning toolbox. I've used the Duolingo app for years when I was studying Spanish and Italian, but I just recently learned that Duolingo has an online certified English proficiency test that is recognized by many post-secondary institutions as an alternative to the TOEFL or IELTS English test. The Duolingo English test, DET, launched in 2014, but it wasn't until the COVID pandemic forced other language testing centers to close that it gained popularity. IELTS and TOEFL had no online options for students who wanted to apply to post-secondary programs the following semester. So many of these institutions decided to accept DET scores as proof of English language proficiency. Not only can you write this test at home, but it costs less, only 50 US dollars, and takes less time than TOEFL and IELTS, about one hour compared to three hours for those tests. Now, eventually, several months into the pandemic, TOEFL did create an at-home test, but by that time, the DET had gained quite a bit of traction with post-secondary institutions worldwide. Thousands of universities currently accept the DET as proof of language proficiency required for admissions. Among the big names are U of T, UCLA, Berkeley, and McGill. In Nova Scotia, it's accepted by Dalhousie, King's, St. Mary's, and Cape Breton universities, but not by Acadia, St. Effex, Mount St. Vincent, nor by the Nova Scotia Community College. Most of the institutions that accept DET scores require a score of 120 to 150 for admission. On the Duolingo English Test website, you can search to find if your dream post-secondary school accepts the DET and click through to find what score they require. Besides the affordable price and shorter length of this test, there are other advantages. It is designed to be delightful, much like the Duolingo app, with straightforward instructions and an uncluttered look and feel. The DET is a computer adaptive test, CAT, and it is entirely computer scored, which removes the element of rater bias. This is the set of perspectives and preferences of the person who scores a test. Because it is computer scored, you receive your test results quickly and you can forward your results to an infinite number of schools. As you go through the test, it estimates your ability before giving you the subsequent question. So once you start getting answers wrong, you stop getting harder questions. This makes the test shorter 
and it also means that every test is unique, making it harder to prep for or to cheat on. An innovative feature of the DET is that the final two questions, the recorded oral interview and the writing sample, although not scored, are included with the test results that you can forward to admissions at your desired post-secondary institutions. Admissions can listen to your interview and read your writing sample so they can assess your proficiency independent of the test score. This is not something that either TOEFL or IELTS offers. The Duolingo English Test website has a research and efficacy section where you can find research reports supporting the design, development, implementation, and evaluations of the test. One of the reports found there, the technical manual, justifies the question types and cites ample research to show how they accurately reflect proficiency levels. Other research shows that people who take the test twice have similar scores both times, and Duolingo claims their data shows DET test scores are highly correlated to TOEFL scores, thus proving the test's reliability. After you complete the DET practice test, your results include a chart which shows how your DET scores compare to TOEFL and IELTS scores to give you an idea what your level would be on those exams. If you go to the website www.duolingoenglishtest.com, you can try the free practice test. I did this a couple of days ago as part of my research for this podcast. It took me about 20 minutes to finish, and I received the results immediately. Here are the different types of questions, and they're all timed. A C-test question, where you fill in missing parts of words in a paragraph. Written and oral yes-no vocabulary tasks. With these, you see or hear a series of words that either are English or look or sound like they could be English. And you have to determine which ones are really English words. Dictation. You hear a sentence and type it in. You can only listen to it three times. Extended speaking tasks, where you record yourself while you read a sentence. Extended writing, you have three minutes to write 50 words about a photo. Mine was a jet plane being towed on a barge. In another, I had five minutes to describe the town where I live. Interactive reading. This was an essay where I had to choose missing sentences from several options, choose the topic sentence of one of the paragraphs, and choose the principal meaning of the essay from several options. Finally, for the oral interview that is not marked, I had to talk about a show or movie that I really liked. And for the writing sample, also not marked, I had to write about a plant or animal that is facing challenges. Fortunately, I had a very good score, a testament to the validity of the test since English is my first language after all. Even though, I feel that to do these types of questions well, you really do have to have a good command of the language, especially collocations, words that usually go together. And there really isn't much time to try to figure out meaning from context, so I think it could reflect the test taker's proficiency with some degree of accuracy. If I only looked at the Duolingo English Test website, I would think that it is the best option out there. 
but it is so new that there are no long-term studies done yet on whether or not applicants who are admitted to post-secondary studies based on DET scores are successful in their programs, or how they compare to TOEFL and IELTS test takers in that regard. I did find one article by Elvis Wagner in the academic journal Language Assessment Quarterly, in which he did a review of the test and concluded that it should not be accepted by universities as proof that an applicant has met the language requirement for several reasons. One criticism he had of the Duolingo English test is that it is easy to cheat, even though there are rules. The test taker must be alone in a room and have no interruptions, show their passport to confirm their identity, have their camera on, and maintain eye contact with their monitor and keyboard. Their browser is locked down during the test. If anyone enters the room or if the test taker looks away from the computer, the test automatically cancels. Now, I'm sure there are ways around these rules if one is creative. After all, no test is cheap proof. Wagner questions the test's validity because it is not made up of authentic language tasks such as those you will encounter at university. It doesn't require use of academic English, the reading and understanding of longer texts, nor is there any opportunity for you to interact in conversation with another person. So one has to wonder, is it really testing your ability to function in English at a university level? Another problem he found with this test is that it only gives the test taker a global score and Duolingo is not forthcoming about their evaluation process, about the criteria for how they score, or how questions are weighted. The test results do not relay any useful information about skill areas of strength or weakness, and so you can't use the test feedback to improve for your next test attempt. Finally, washback. It is possible to prepare for this test and do better the more times you take it because you know what to expect. With DET, the 15-minute free practice test shows you at least one of every type of question so you can become familiar with them before committing to taking the certified test. This means you might start studying only for the test and lose sight of improving your English in general. However, the same could be said for the TOEFL and IELTS. In fact, there are many preparation courses that have spun off from those tests, and it does appear to be beneficial to learn about those tests before you take them. So, do the advantages of the DET outweigh the disadvantages? I encourage you to explore the DET further. For more information on the Duolingo test, you can click on the links in the transcript of this episode and read the articles listed in the references section at the end. I hope this episode gave you a good overview of the Duolingo English test and that it will help you decide on the right English proficiency test for you. Thanks for listening. Thank you.